So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B Plus out here in uh, very comfortable California, Randy. Although it did get down to like 32 degrees last night. There was frost on my car. I didn't know what to do. I freaked out, actually. I just, what are you supposed to do when there's this thin layer of frost on the car? Well, it's so funny that you, you point out that it was 32 last night. It was 32 this morning when I woke up. Ooh, so you used to show, like, what time we each wake up. And my, my new car, I got, a, I, got, I got a car um, here recently, a new one. And it literally says, like, anything below 36, I think, it, like, gives me a little announcement. It's just like. Icy conditions may apply. I'm like, apply to what? It's such an interesting like phrase. I'm just like, might apply to the the car, to the roads, like maybe all of it. But it's just like icy conditions may apply. It's like that is yeah, just such an interesting. It's a, it's a CYA kind of comment there. It's like, hey, we told you it was icy. It's not our right, fault that you right, stepped off the road. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to uh, go ahead and apologize to the audience uh, in advance. Randy has been drinking since <laughs> noon. And it is, uh, it is, it's been a train wreck these last twenty minutes. Uh, I've, I've never, I've always heard of the expression. It's like herding cats, but I've never really experienced it until, uh, until just now. Um, so uh, this is going to be a fun one. Um, yeah, Mitchell Sun says, "Hey, I hope you're not too hungover from yesterday. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to do a, a, an episode of the uh, Coop Show with. We did the baseball show on Coop and." Uh, so well, it was, was 32 degrees while you were still up last night. Correct, yeah, and uh, and yeah. Had, uh, was having some beers, and then you you know what it's like, Randy. You start with I started with a couple of Death by Coconuts, and then you're like, nice. hey, that's pretty good. And then you start feeling loose, and then you jump into yeah. like the barrel age stuff, and then it just whoop, downhill right after that. Um, if yeah, you watch I'm, the, I'm uh, already I'm already on to barrel age myself. There you go, um, there you go. Yeah, 
Uh, it's not a beer episode, but that's great. Uh, if you turn you tune into the uh, third hour of the Coop Show, it is uh, it's a nightmare. Um, but uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Go ahead and hit that share button if you're watching us live on the Facebook. Uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Randy, smash that like button. Smash it, Hulk. Smash the uh, oh, yes. trademark the uh, that like <laughs> button and uh, and subscribe. That would be fantastic, boys. What's going on in the dojo dugout? Well, guys, we are <laughs> broadcasting. I look so stupid. <laughs> we are coast to coast, baby. Coast to coast. I'm all the way in uh, Clearwater, Florida, enjoying the uh, beautiful weather. Woke up, it was 14 degrees. Got here, it was 80, 81. Nice. So uh, I'm psyched about that. Got that. We went straight to the liquor store so I could make the cocktail. Nice. So we'll get into that, but... Uh, I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. Got my pairing, boys. I hope you guys are having fun. I'm going to sit back and enjoy this amazing show. Awesome. Well, that's well, great for you for because us. I'm sitting over here smushed into this stupid are, camera. Why are you in an aquarium right now, Jordan? That's what I'm <laughs> curious about. Uh, yeah, I, I, sh- I hate this, so I'm switching back to you guys. So, so, so go... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, just go away. Um, hey, Jordan. Oh, are... Wait, 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 Jordan. Oh, Robbie, real quick. Yeah. Look what I, look what I snagged, snagged at the liquor store while I was there. Oh, I almost I do like it. Hey, have you had their rye? You turned me on to that bourbon recently. I, I keep that in my bar at all times now. I can't I really find like the rye, Randy. Rye, oh, Randy. We've got, we've got it here locally. I was, I was in a Total Wine uh, working today, and they're, they've got a whole case of it. Is it, is it worth a bottle? Supposed to be better. It's supposed to be better. How much is it? Are you I've never had it? I've never it had it. 104. Never had it. It was 104. Yeah. Ooh, girl. I got uh, this Patrick for like Larkin, 65. Our good friend Patrick Larkin says that the rye is good. So uh, I right. take that I'll as go gospel. Back that means uh, you should buy a bottle for me and for yourself. That would be amazeballs. Uh, Randy, we are continuing the cognac connection here, buddy. This is uh, cocktail number two, and this is a very different cocktail than the last one that we had. Uh, oh, Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff chiming in. The Peerless Rye is three <sighs> fire emojis. That's <laughs> a right. lot of I, I appreciate the feedback, folks. I'm going to pick myself up a bottle tomorrow, and I wouldn't have done so without you, my brother in the dojo. Thank you. It's, it, it's, a, it's so hard to get Randy to spend money. Uh, we are uh, <laughs> continuing down the. Oh boy, there it is. That is, that is that. That's music to my ears, my friend. Oh, I, I beg your pardon, Hall of Famer Patrick Larkin. I left that part out. When oh I, when shit! I yeah, you got you got to get friend. yourself yeah. familiarized with the that's, with the that's, new. That's my bad. That's my Lingo. bad. Bingo. Yeah, new titles. I, I still call titles. them the San Diego Chargers. They're still the Cleveland Indians. I screw up all the time, so uh, it's nothing personal. Um, <clears throat> so, Randy, we are, uh, like I said, continuing down the cognac connection with a fantastic little cocktail. Classic, classic cocktail. A lot of seas in there. Uh, this is the sidecar, Randy. Uh, this uh, cocktail has Ooh. been around for a minute. Uh, I'll just give everybody a real quick uh rundown on the ingredients it's an ounce and a half of cognac i went with the uh 
the same cognac we used last week, the XO from our good friends at uh, Costco. The uh, what the hell is their brand? Kirkland. Kirkland. Uh, three quarter ounce of orange liqueur. I went with Cointreau. Uh, mm-hmm. Randy, did you get fancy or did you stick with the Cointreau? Well, as as I already showed the camera, and for those listening at home, I am double fisted. I have uh, both a Cointreau and a Grand Marnier version, mm-hmm. and I'll talk a little bit about through those differences. That's Whoa. just fantastic. I feel like the Grand Marnier is going to be a little bit sweeter, which I didn't sugar my rim. We'll get there. Uh, that sounded really personal. Um, <coughs> three quarters <laughs> ounce of <laughs> of freshly squeezed lemon. Wow, a freshly squeezed lemon juice, three quarters ounce, uh, a uh, twist of orange, and an optional sugared rim. Uh, Randy, I I bypassed the sugared rim. I saw your um, your Randy Johnson. Johnson. That's a great video. If you haven't seen if you haven't seen the Randy Johnson video on uh, on the dojo, you got to check that out. You definitely sugared your rims. So so uh, so I went with a half sugared rim. So I oh do my. have a an unsugared portion of my rim so I can experience. So I've got four different versions in front of me with these two cocktails. Because both, both my Grand Marnier and my Cointreau versions both have half-sugared rims. So I'm going to try them without the sugar. Then I'm going to try them with the sugar. Then I'm going to try the next one without the sugar and with the sugar. Instead of uh, half-sugaring a rim, couldn't you just sugar it and then take one sip and now you have a <laughs> de-sugared area to Don't, drink from? R- don't don't ask don't ask logical questions. Don't don't try to use logic uh, and apply that to anything that our good friend Randall Griggs does. Uh, so that is the uh, the cocktail that we're all drinking this week. Um, I you know I'm gonna be I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of this drink. Whoa! Already? We just started. Oh, I've had, I've been, I've, just I've had it before. I've had the drink before. Uh, just introduced to us. I, I've had it. I, I've just. I'm not. I'm not going to bury the lead. I, I'm not a fan. Uh, I've All right. Never really well, thanks for joining us. Uh, <laughs> and catch up next week. But... The continue. <laughs> nice. nice. Well done, George. Well, well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, there's. There's a reason. There's a reason that I'm pointing that out, uh, and we'll, it right. will uh, make sense later. Uh, but okay. I've. I've had it. I've had this cocktail a couple of times. Uh, it is a little bit better with a better cognac. Uh, I've usually had it with like Hennessy or something, you know, not very good. Um, this with that XO is it does have a little more depth of flavor, a little more, not richness, but just a little more depth of flavor to it. Um, I don't really like the sugared rim. That's just a little too much for me. It's not really my, not really my bag. Um, but I'm curious to see how this pairing is going to go given the flavor profile. Cause this is a very dry, uh, if you don't have the sugared rim, very dry mm-hmm. cocktail with, um, you know, a ton of citrus. It's there's there's not a lot of sweetness here. There's um, it's just kind of in your face citrus fruit. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Um, so I just took my first sip. This is my first time ever having a sidecar. Um, I did know that. Uh, really, the only thing I knew. I'm hoping you looked up sidecar because I was drinking before the show and forgot to do any. No research. way. Were you? Uh, the uh, doesn't the... show. <laughs> The, um, the, the, the recipe on liquor.com that we recommended to all the audience members as we went live uh, on Monday and even in, in last week's show, we, we noted this. Um, this is by far the most popular and well-known cognac cocktail in existence. Um, so we knew we had to have this as part of our repertoire, sure. repertoire for, um, for the cognac connection. Um, 
But I was actually really surprised when I saw that the description when referring to the optional sugared rim um, was that the, the beverage is quite dry, which, again, just surprised me as I think of cognac as being quite sweet. I also think of uh, liqueurs as being quite sweet. So, um, but as I just had my first sip, I totally concur. This is, a, a, it has a very dry finish, but it's it's kind of like a... How, how is that possible? We, we've added these sweet uh, beverages together right. and they've ended up dry. What what just happened here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy, uh, we can get down to a molecular molecular level here. Uh, no, it's 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 an interesting drink. And I, I, I am enjoying it a little more than usual tonight. And I think there's a reason for that. But we'll get there. Um, it's it's just kind of I don't know. To me, it's just kind of bland. It's just. It's just tart and not really much else. Hmm. Uh, and then if you if you do the sugared rim, then that sip that you have with the sugar is better. But then that goes away, and then because the, the sugar is in, ends up being gone. I just don't I don't like putting anything on the rim of anything that I drink unless it's salt on a margarita. That's it. It's the only thing that I like to to put on the rim of my cocktails. Um, but uh, let's get a little bit more into the cocktail here in a second. I just <clears throat> got mine hand delivered. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm joining you guys. Thanks, man. In a fishbowl. <laughs> R- Robbie, I, I I have to say, whoa! I, I wish that I, I had expected. sugared, I had sugared the rim, because I think should. that would, t- I, it would have taken what, away some of that tartness. Randy's the only you know, one that sugared what, the rim. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sounds that way. I think what would be better is if we just put, maybe a half ounce or a quarter ounce of simple syrup in there. It would just be a better drink. It's tart. Mm. I don't know. I don't know why is that just I not part that. of the recipe. Yeah, why isn't it just not part right. of the recipe? That doesn't I like make any the sense aroma on it though. It's got a nice. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a nice aroma, but it's very. Nice aroma. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's it smells like oranges and lemons. That's a good thing. It smells clean. Yeah. Like I just laid like, down uh, my kitchen yeah. and wiped the counters. <laughs> yeah. 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 We need more lemon pledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Smells it smells like that. Um, but let's go around the room, uh, Randy. We'll talk about what we're smoking. Uh, I'll let you go first. Uh, you went, uh, you went with a very uh, obscure cigar. I didn't think anybody would reach for this, and we're drinking something with citrus in it. Well, as I announced on Monday, uh, I am smoking Espinosa's Laranja Reserva. Uh, this is the the classic. Um, I, I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna have to do this. I'm having technical difficulties. Uh, my mouse stopped working. I can't change screens, so I. Uh, so we might be in trouble for certain parts of this show. Um, but uh, but but Laranjo, we, we we love and know this cigar. It's a it's a Brazilian Havano. Um, you know, Laranja is the Portuguese word for orange. Uh, Eric Espinosa had found this uh, tobacco, and. Um, Thank you, Joe Machado. No, that part was one. optional, Joe. No, Joe, you you should understand that Randy's the only one that took the option. Yes. Of, of uh, sugaring. His Made drink. it correctly. <laughs> I like Joe Machado. He's gonna win something by the end of. I all used to. I used to like Joe. I used to like Joe. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's waning but, a little bit. But 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 I'll but I'll tell you. Um, that Ooh, an uh, ounce uh, of simple uh, syrup in there, Mike. That that's is, a, holy that cow. Is. That's aggressive. <laughs> That's, yeah, that I mean, offset the sour and turned yeah, it into a <laughs> no kidding a, a candy cane. 
Um, yeah. So, so the Laranja, you know, it, it's always been fun for me. You know, I, I don't know if I've ever told this story on uh, the show, but I will now. Um, when in my very first, um, my very first course going through beer judge training many, 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 many years ago, uh, there is a there's a strict rule when you're doing beer judging professionally that you never say anything out loud. You have to do it in perfect silence because anything that you say, any grunt, any hum, any ha, huh, could influence other judges at your table. So you have to do it in perfect silence. And I was doing a training one time. Um, I was 21 years old, and uh, and and some jerk hole at my table goes ice cream. And sure as shit, everybody at the table was like, I'll be damned. I'm totally getting ice cream in this beer. And we were all sure that there was this ice cream note. In 22 years of beer judging and professional beer uh, exercises since, I've never once again tasted an ice cream note in beer. It, but it, 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 was a, it was a fun kind of exercise in learning how how psychological flavor is to all of us, how easily we are influenced by, uh, by a reference, by a recommendation. I by, taste ice uh, cream in my cigar now. Dang it. <laughs> so, but, but, um, but it's one of those things that um, I've actually seen people write that there is an orange citrusy character that comes from this cigar. And it's like this, this misnomer, it's misinformation. It's not accurate. There's no orangey notes in Brazilian Havanos. There's this beautiful orange hue visually, which is what Eric ha had identified um, on, on the wrapper when he chose this for this project. But but it's just fun for me to like think about that people literally convince themselves that there's supposed to be a citrus note in this cigar, and and they perceive it uh, because because they, see, I have uh, I have sort of the opposite take on this, which is oh, yeah, you're you're kind of right that that does that does happen obviously, but because we know that that is an effect, people say this cigar doesn't have orange taste on it, and that's a subjective declaration in itself. Who's to say it sure. doesn't have an orange note in it? That's fair. That's totally fair. But. But I mean, uh, so, so many. I, I've heard. I, I so, can, I've heard it multiple times. Guys get criticized for saying, "There's an orangey note in this cigar," and like, there's nobody to say like it doesn't. It, sure. It, who's sure. to say it doesn't have an orange note in it? Well, I I totally get where you're coming from, and I think the people that would like challenge that are are, are coming from like where I'm at, where we've known about these people who have just kind of like concocted this out of thin air because of the name, because of the color. And it, and it just kind of draws your 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 you to look for that flavor, and if you look for a flavor hard enough, you, there's a chance <laughs> you can find it, right? Yeah. So so I wanted to go into this. I knew this was going to be a very orange forward, um, if that's a thing, uh, beverage. And so I wanted to see how this cigar paired with something that I knew was going to have a, a strong orange character in general. So um, so that's where I'm at on the cigar. Super excited about it. It's it it's another one of those ones that most of us have said at some point like god dang i should be smoking this cigar more uh it's been around for several years again my computer stopped working some at some point during the show already and so i can't actually tell you what the release date was but um really excited how Beautiful. dare yeah. you chad <laughs> I, I, I like the uh <clears throat> i like craig craig lee's comment that the, the snozberries taste like snozberries that's uh, that's a fun one. Uh, I know that we've, I know that we have featured 
Uh, Laranja Oscuro a couple of times. Uh, I paired the the Espinosa Laranja, um, the one that you're smoking, Randy, uh, with the Kirkland Margarita back in what is this season two, season four? Big oh, really? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I paired it uh, back then. I thought we had when you said that that was your pairing. I was like, dude, come on. That's we've done that cigar like five or six times, but it's we've done different versions of it. Um, and to me, definitely it just, done the Escuro. I'm a big fan of the Escuro. Yeah. I think we've Escuro even a couple done the of times. Blue, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went. I wanted to go a slightly different route, uh, and I went with the Davidoff Nicaragua uh, for uh, yeah. I decided to come on, baby. There you go. Uh, to go with something yeah, that's we've a little never bit, we've never featured that cigar. <laughs> this this cigar we've definitely never featured. Um, that wasn't why I picked it. Uh, I'll, I'll get into. Um, I, I could talk a little bit about that. I wanted to go with something that had a little bit of sweetness to it. This does have a little bit of that chocolate, maybe a little toffee kind of sweetness in there. Uh, but I, the main thing that I wanted was something that had uh, a creamy texture and that had um, <clears throat> a little bit of a coffee espresso note to it. And I'll get into why I wanted to go with the coffee espresso route here shortly after we find out what uh, you guys are smoking uh, Eric, you're over there on the East Coast, man. It's getting late for you. What uh, you gonna yeah, is this past your bedtime or what's the deal? <laughs> no, man. This is uh, yeah, it is late here, but uh, you're still in Colorado go, time. Come on. That's that's true. I decided to go with the uh, H Upman, uh, the AJ Fernandez Heritage H Upman. Oh, nice. Let me see oh. if I can get that on there. Yeah. You see yeah, that? Yeah. I um. You took your good I, camera. I think. <laughs> I think no, that's actually my iPhone. I think is, I think this is a wrong pairing. I, I mean, I think I picked the wrong cigar. I can tell you already. This is so much leather on it. When I first uh, grabbed the cigar out um, and I smelled it before I lit it, I was like, oh, and I, I let April smell it. She's like, oh, double barnyard. It's really, really barnyardy. Barnyard. And I'm I'm worried, guys, that I picked the wrong cigar. But I'll we'll see how it goes. Jordan, what did you, what did you pick? Well, at first I was like, I want something citrusy, and I was thinking Agonorsa, and then Matt was like, yeah, but do you really want citrus with citrus? Like, and you know, maybe you should like tone it down a bit. And I was like, okay, I want to stick with the Agonorsa realm, but I'm gonna go in into the darker regions of Agonorsa. So I went with the uh, Rare Leaf Reserve, which is more molassesy for Agonorsa. Uh, yep. Kind of attempting a. Um, Ginger pancakes with lemon syrup kind of a concoction, and I'm liking it so far. Right. Nice. Yeah, I had uh, a stack of cigars that I was I was going through uh, throughout the week trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was going to be a jerk and smoke the Feriotego uh, Generoso like you smoked last week, Randy, uh, just mm -hmm. to show you how to actually pair that cigar. Um, but uh, I just I decided against it. Uh, but again, that one had a lot of the same flavor components that I was looking for. Creamy texture, a little cream on the profile, uh, some uh, some espresso notes, and some cabinet spices is really what I was looking for. Um, <clears throat> and the main reason, and I don't know if you guys have ever had this, and I've only had it a couple of times. Uh, have you ever had an espresso Romano? No. Anyone? No. All right. It's uh, Italian, obviously. It is, uh, it's an espresso shot with a slice of lemon and lemon juice in there and maybe a little bit of sugar. It's absolutely delightful. 
And as I started looking through, because I, I remember thinking coffee and lemon makes a ton of sense, and I didn't remember why. Because uh, on the top of my head, like I think coffee and lemon's like, ugh. That doesn't yeah, it sound right. awful. No, it's d- it's it's absolutely <laughs> delicious. The um, and then you can if you if you Google it, there's a whole bunch of reasons. They'll, they'll serve uh, lemon slices or lemon peel with espresso. Um, it brings out the aromas, the full body aroma of the espresso shot. Uh, there's actually cocktails, um, not cocktails, but mocktails. Uh, Thunderbolt is a mocktail that's espresso, and you drop a shot of espresso in a glass of lemonade. Um, it's it's really really interesting. Uh, espresso, a lot of places around the world is served with lemon, and it it cuts through some of the boldness of the uh, and and look, Randy can't look up on the internet to find out if I'm right or wrong. I love that you can't even you can't even fact check me, so I could say whatever. Oh, and now he's frozen. I love it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you can't even fact check me. So that's that's where I went with this. I wanted to go with a, a kind of a coffee and citrus vibe with a little bit of cream, a little bit of sweetness. Uh, I don't get a lot of leather out of this cigar. I know some people do. Um, even if you look up their little uh, their flavor uh, infographics that Davidoff does, which mm. I think are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, they Next level. Spice, yeah, spice, wood, and caramel in the first third, roasted coffee, cream, and chocolate in the second third like those are all things that i want to experience with the tartness of this cocktail uh they express uh, a bit of leather and spice and pepper on the final third um i've never really gotten much leather just more of a spice coffee a little bit of cream and sweetness and to me uh in theory that should be great uh we'll see how it uh, turns out in practice but that was uh that was my thought process behind this i can give uh, a little bit of background on the sidecar randy if uh, we want to jump into that or if you you have something else you want to talk about? No, no. Let's hear more about the sidecar. This is intriguing to me because mm. it is my first time, and I'll be honest. So far, my first, in my first uh, kind of experiences with the with both of the versions of the cocktail, it's not what I was expecting at all. Um, given what the ingredients are, it really does come out to be like this totally different experience than I was anticipating. So, yeah, please, uh, yeah. It, it's enlighten just us. Super tart, super acidic. Um, <clears throat> although I am getting some, some sweetness here and I, I, I feel like that's, uh, coming from, uh, the pairing. So it's actually pretty nice so far. Uh, sidecar was according to liquor.com <clears throat> was likely invented around world war one. Uh, it showed up in a couple of cocktail books, uh, that came out in 1922, uh, Harry's ABC of mixing cocktails by Harry Macaloni. I guess that's how you'd say that. And, uh, cocktails and how to mix them. It's a fantastic title by our good friend Robert Vermeer. Um, and both books uh, listed the recipe with equal parts cognac, Cointreau, and lemon juice, uh, but subsequent versions uh, kind of altered the ratios a little bit. I think if you upped the lemon even just a quarter of an ounce, <clears throat> I think, you, and, and you upped, upped that, uh, the fruit liqueur, I think you're, you're, you're getting into dangerous territory. I saw a couple of people that said they, they tested the cigar and, or tested the drink and then cut back on the lemon juice uh, that they were putting in. I definitely wouldn't want to put more lemon than what we already have. And I think I may have uh, <clears throat> even cut back just a little bit because uh, I, I, the measuring cup that I used, Randy, for this one, it was just I had a half ounce and then a one ounce. I didn't have that three-quarter ounce line in there, so I just kind of had to guess. And I, whenever I guess like that, I always hedge on the side of less as opposed to more, especially with something like lemon juice. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a little bit the sugared rim, uh, you know, whatever, that's uh, that's a th- that's part of it. Uh, that wasn't really part of the initial recipe. It seems like that um, kind of showed up later 
in uh, the existence of the cocktail. Uh, how the sidecar got its name <clears throat> is a source of debate, apparently. Both a French and English bar claim to have invented the cocktail for a customer who arrived at the location in a sidecar of a motorcycle, uh, which you know seems, according to this, plausible enough. Uh, that's not that sexy of a story, but it's been around for a long time, and, and whenever people talk about cognac cocktails, they talk about sidecars. So it was one that we had to do. And frankly, I'm, I'm enjoying it more, I think, than I ever really have. Uh, but I, I went in with the expectation of, man, I don't really want to drink this. So when you lower, I guess when you lower your expectations so much, uh, anything, you're just looking for something positive to happen. Um, so anything positive is always, uh, is just going to be, um, sorry, I just had a phone call come through and it went onto my, onto my laptop. I don't know if you guys heard that. No. Um, it was very distracting. Um, <laughs> Hence all the ums. But, uh, yeah, so far so good on the pairing. Uh, Randy, I want to hear about the difference in flavor profile of yours because I'm curious. I feel like the Grand Meunier, even without the, even without the sugared rim, is going to add a little bit of sweetness and maybe a more, uh, a slightly more intense orange flavor, I would imagine. Well, yeah, so, um, again, the, the biggest difference between Wantro and Grand Meunier is the Grand Meunier is just a much sweeter uh, version of a of an orange liqueur. Um, I I will say, as I often do, and I apologize, I, I didn't think it was going to make this big of a difference. I did um, alter the recipe when I saw that it was calling for an ounce and a half of liquor. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm a full grown person, so um, so obviously two ounces would be the least I would ever go. So I'm I I'm, I'm at two ounces of cognac. Um, and, Why do we uh, even let him on the show? <laughs> Who was saying that he is the only one that made the cocktail right? Yeah, yeah that, that, that comment that comment did not age well in the last ten minutes. Yeah. Has not aged well, boys. Well 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 so so I can tell you my experience is is uh, significantly different than yours already. Just in the cocktail alone, I don't find that it's just tart. Uh it, it has um I, I'm I'm getting I, I, I think this cocktail needs to be at that two ounces of cognac. I am getting that richness from the cognac. I'm getting that barrel age. I'm getting I'm giving that complexity. I'm really learning to like cognac quite a bit through this. Um, uh, I actually polished off. Um, tonight was the, the end of my, my bottle of Doucet, uh cognac, so I am going to have to get another bottle of cognac just to finish this segment, um, which I'm not mad about at all. Um but I, I think that the sweetness, the, the, the orangey character in the cocktail is not overpowering. It is, um, it is astringent in, in a certain way. You know, you know, you do get that pithy character. And I don't know if that, mm. how, how much that has to do with, I, I rang the shit out of that uh, garnish. You know, I didn't want it to be a garnish. I wanted it to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I squeezed it like the wet, uh, wet towel after the beach. And, um, and so I, 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 I'm actually really enjoying the cocktail. I've just barely touched on, on the sugared rim. I don't need much of the sugar. I'm enjoying it by itself little tiny bit of sugar right on, on on the corner of my mouth isn't bad but the cigar is phenomenal I, I i think i am getting some citrusy notes from the cigar um even if it, it's just reminiscent from the the glass of uh of cocktail that's carrying over it feels like it's coming from the cigar i got this great toasted oak note coming from the cigar it's it's cinnamony it's it's bready. It's got this great like fresh bread 
uh, kind of character. You know, we always talk about the crust of bread um, when we talk about cigars. It's just like the the heart of of a fresh country roll, just right out of the oven. Um, so it's got this kind of doughy note to it that is really pairing for me so far really really well with this cigar. I don't find it overpowering in the in the orange character or the citrusiness. Um, I'm not finding it overly tart. I will say, you know, for anyone that doesn't know me well, I do um, edge towards um, being an a absolute acid freak. Um, you know, for, for my gin and tonics, I go full lime squeezed into my gin and tonic. I like very, very sour. So, um, it, it, you know, take put an asterisk next to my, my comments when I say that it's not that sour to me. I have a pretty high threshold for acidity in general. Um, so, so for, for me so far, the, the, the cabinet spices, the, the doughy nature of, of the cigar, um, and then this beautiful resonance of moderate citrus character in both the, the, the beverage and the cigar are really, really working for me right now. Well, uh, put a, a second asterisk next to everything that you said because you're not drinking the same drink. <laughs> I mean, you you literally doubled the amount of of. Uh, no, he went point five it's, it's, over. I mean, I mean it's, it's damn near percent more. So if I would, if more. I mean, if I would have cut my the the fruit in this to you know just a little under half an ounce, as instead of three quarters of an ounce, I'd probably be yeah. experiencing the same thing as you. Sure. So of course yeah, you, it's not going to be. It's Ravi, you should have done that. <laughs> right, right. I, 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 I should have. In what recipe that we've ever done on this show? We're we're, we're on episode. Who knows what hundredth episode? <clears throat> in what cocktail have we ever used an ounce and a half of liquor in a cocktail? It's always two. Um, I'm sure oh, it's almost many. always an ounce and a half. Oh wow! I never <laughs> drink the same thing as you guys. <laughs> It depends. I mean, it depends on the, it depends on the cocktail and all that. Uh, Mike Hakins said that he. Oh, I think it was Mike Hakins that said it. He always doubles uh, everything in the cocktail, which is fine. You're doubling the cocktail. You're not altering the recipe significantly. Right, right. You're doubling uh, everything. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So yeah. your yeah. portions are the same. It's it's which a ratio conversation well. that we're having. You have yeah. to. And, you and have I to. Think, I, and what I, what I thought you were going to say, Randy, when you said, you know, of all these episodes, we've done 150 something episodes, and with the recipes that we've done. How often have I actually followed the recipe? That's what I thought. <laughs> how, how often have I actually drank what we're supposed to drink? And I was going to say, you know, you know not you, not very, really. You, but you know what? You saying that actually reminds me of something, Robbie. evening dojo nation let me welcome you to the greatest adventure in flavor that you have ever witnessed robbie raz and i have dedicated our lives to an experiential journey of flavor through our careers and our pastimes determined to be students of both beverages and cigars in order to immerse and establish ourselves as aficionados in all things flavor this show Flavor Odyssey is our effort to share those learnings with all of you, our audience, the loyal fans that accompany us with enthusiasm to learn alongside us as we venture through this Flavor Odyssey together. During this holiday season, 
as we ponder on the things that we value in our lives and are thankful for, I would be remiss to not mention how thankful we are for Cigar Dojo. The friends that we have made in this community are some of the most important in our lives. So before I thank our sponsors tonight, first and foremost, I wanna thank you. Whether you only post once in a while or a hall of famer or a hopeful for that honor one day, you are what make this a community and you have our deepest thanks and respect. All that being said, we could not be here to bring all of us together, if not for the two most influential companies in this great industry, Drew Estate and Smoke In. I humbly ask that you support these companies in any way that you can to show appreciation for what they do to support us in hosting this show and joining all of you each week. So with that, I would like to say happy holidays to all of you from all of us at Cigar Dojo. I didn't know that was the end. I, I really just wanted you to stay, <laughs> just stay on that shot and see how long he would he would hold it. He held you held that pretty long, Randy. That was impressive. I was this close to be like, okay, Jordan, seriously, what are we doing here? <laughs> some reason i must have been like looking at the comments but i thought you hadn't got to the the advertiser portion yet. i was like right right yeah. right right i i i toned down the advertisement this week it's it's the holidays i'm no. i'm swept up in in, in thanksgiving Randy, I was touched, I had, Randy. yeah awesome but no, I, oh, thank you was... i how did you did you get your computer fixed were you able to you were you were able to read that off of a I, I was I I've been fidgeting this whole time. I got the I got my mouse working again. <laughs> no, I actually really liked that read. Hey, it's the holidays. Me. You know what? If it weren't for everybody tuned in tonight, we wouldn't have a reason to be here. I, if you couldn't tell, love doing this show. <laughs> and so, so I mean it from the bottom of my heart that you know, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy holidays to everybody Cheers, and their families. Yeah. Cheers. We, Absolutely. We love you, Dojo. Cheers, guys. All right, now All I'm, right. Put, I'm putting up the poll, boys. Oh, wait. Okay, I will, too. Let's get it done. Put up the poll. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Randy, I feel like you use the show as an excuse to tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're like the guy that it's like you you show up an hour before they let you into the parking lot somehow get in and you got the smoker going like you by the time everybody else shows up you've got a brisket that's done you've got burnt ends and you have consumed four bottles of tequila it's uh it's it's really impressive that's our Randy yeah oh, I love it, oh, I love it. it makes the show fun it well, makes thanks. the show fun so um so let's. Let's uh, let's go around the room and do a little. I, I'm curious how uh, everybody's pairings going. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I'm I'm getting I'm I'm enjoying this, but for a reason that I didn't really anticipate. So, I don't go to Starbucks very often, but when I do, I usually just get like whatever the house coffee is. I don't I don't really mess around with too much stuff in my coffee, but I love their lemon pound cake, and it's like it's got like two thousand calories a slice. But oh man, I, I, I'm a I'm a sucker for pound cake, and their lemon pound cake is amazing. Um, 
It's like Robbie's playing with a puppy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I love I love playing with puppies, but I, I don't. Oh, Randy's don't the puppy. I I, I was gonna say, am I am it, I the puppy in that analogy? <laughs> I I let puppies lick my face. I would never let Randy lick my face. So there's <laughs> there's that. Um, but uh, so I I love their lemon pound cake, and that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting here. Coffee and like a citrus. Mm. There's a, the creamy texture and the flavor of from this cigar is amped up big time because uh, I think of the just astringency of the cocktail. The uh, and it, it, the cocktail really is. I don't know if you mentioned this. It's very dry on the palate. So it's it is almost like it's its own palate cleanser. So every time I take a puff, I feel like I'm taking it on a fresh palate that's just lightly coated with a little bit of of citrus notes. And so I'm getting some a lot of sweetness from the cigar. Not a lot, but like a creamy nougaty kind of sweet. Uh, there's definitely some cedar in there. That coffee flavor is pronounced on the retrohale, but there is a, a kind of like a doughy sweetness that. It just makes me think of sitting down with a cup of coffee and a uh, a slice of of uh, lemon pound cake, which is, like I said, I don't go to. I, if I went to uh, Starbucks as often as some people, I'd, I'd weigh a couple hundred pounds because uh, that that lemon pound cake is delicious. And man, it's it's not good for you. But that's that's where I'm at. I'm enjoying it for reasons that I didn't really intend. Hmm. Robbie, remind I, remind everybody what you're smoking again. What was hmm. it? I'm smoking the Davidoff. Nicaragua. Oh, Nicaragua. Or yeah. just remind yeah. Sensei. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just, just remind you. And I'm smoking the box press, uh, the box press Robusto. Ooh, that's the better that one. Is, that's the, the one. one. It's, that's the it's, one I've, this is, it's funny. When this cigar first came out, I didn't love it. And uh, Randy wanted to do this in the Nicaragua segment. And my response, when I was joking with Randy, oh, and I really oh, upset him. Keep it him. up. Keep it no, up. No, I, I do it. I'm not. I, 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 we're gonna re. I'm, we're gonna redo this. No, we're not gonna redo <laughs> it. I just. Uh, I, I. I said something that really upset him, and we didn't like. Literally, did not talk for weeks. Um, doughy sweetness sounds like a Tinder tag. <laughs> I don't really even know what that means, but I know what Tinder is. My That's Cardi. fantastic. Um, uh, so Randy wanted to do this cigar in the the Nicaraguan segment. We we ended up not doing it, but. Um, yeah, I said something that really offended him. Anyway, uh, when this cigar first came out, um, that was a weird way of me apologizing. I didn't really apologize, but I kind of did. That, well, I'll, so, I'll accept yeah. that. So I, I, that. I, I do apologize for, for saying what I said that really, really upset you. I thought it was clear that I was joking. That's the problem with text messages. That you is can't the really problem with text tone, messages. Yeah, yeah, so you exactly. can't really tell, like, like if, if I'm telling you, if I'm telling you, eh, forget about it or just fucking forget about it. Like I can't, you can't really tell. Yeah. You just um, like elongate some of the letters, you know, like you just, you yeah. Just put like a dry, I should have, I should have put when, in, when it, what I realized I I've texted yeah, something that could be taken wrong. I just go with the emoji, one winky eye and the tongue out. And just, you take <laughs> like, it however you want, man. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just having a good time over here. Take it however you want. <laughs> I'll do that next time. Next yeah, time yeah, you're yeah. upset about anything, I'll say, I'm, take, I'm just having a good time over here. Take yeah, it over yeah. what. Yeah, you'll love that. I'm um, too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Really um, well, well, I, I this, love how when, you when, described this so far, uh, Robbie. I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but, but let me just jump no. in and, and say, I, I love the combination that you're talking about. It, it, you kind of took me to uh, Terry's Orange Chocolate. Remember the yeah. commercials in the '90s? You smash them open, and, and the, it was, oh, and, yeah, it falls right, right. Cho chocolate and 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 um, 
and orange are a classic uh, pairing combination. So I don't think it's too much of a uh, of a jump to to say uh, you know coffee and orange, coffee and lemon pound cake sounds. Yeah, I, I think we can all relate to that. I, I love that right. you brought it to this like very relatable uh, combination that most of us are probably somewhat familiar with. Um, <laughs> so no, I I I, I love what, where where you're at with that. Uh, and it's interesting you said this. Everybody kind of said this is the best size of this particular cigar. The yeah. reason I brought this up was when the cigar first came out, uh, I didn't love it. And it's like Davidoff making a Nicaraguan cigar. It's kind of, eh, whatever. And then the more that I smoked it over the years, like I think I've smoked every size in this particular cigar. I actually love mm-hmm. this cigar. Um, but this is, the, this is the size that I always find myself going back to. If I have... If, if we're at a Davidoff lounge and I feel like smoking this particular cigar, this is the size that I'm going to reach for. Uh, it's I don't know what it is about it. I think the, the flavors are a bit more condensed, so it's a bit yeah. stronger of a flavor profile for me. Uh, but I, I definitely dig it. But, yeah, I, I was not anticipating the um, the creaminess, and both in texture and flavor, of this cigar to be amped up as much as it is. Uh, it's Right now, it tastes like one of the creamiest cigars I've ever smoked. Uh, and this is that's not something I would have said about this before. No. So it's no. interesting how that, that astringency of the cocktail, which I could, the only, that's, that's what makes sense to me is what's pulling that out. Um, somebody asked what size it is. And uh, Chad asked what size it is. Am I, am I allowed to talk to Chad, Randy? Is that, I thought, uh, and, uh, and, and, I mean, no, Chad, Chad's good. It's Tanner that, that I'm boycotting. Oh, it's Tanner that we're not allowed to talk yeah, to. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, I, I get, I, I get them confused, frankly. I mean, they, they all look alike. Um, the racist uh, comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Chad, Chad, I'm smoking the uh, the uh, box press uh, robusto, as you can see very very clearly on my camera. There, I'm just gonna leave this yeah, here because yeah. it's really hard to get that focus. Just yeah, the I was the same way, Robbie. Like I I wasn't a fan of the Nicaragua, but when that box press came out, it just has a cooler smoking temperature that allowed you to get more nuance from the cigar and that kind of won me over now i even like the regular nicaragua as well mm. yeah that that's um that that's a box buy for me uh I, I i don't think i was in love with it it was one of those cigars that like um i was introduced it came out right as i was getting into cigars i think um and and it was all the rage and the first couple times i smoked it i think i might even have gone on on record with june Saying it was garbage, which Whoa. man do I regret? Man do I regret that? Because, because like I said, it's a box buy for me now. I I never I have a Davidoff drawer in my in my um, in my cabinet humidor here, and uh, and it's always at least halfway full uh, of the Nicaraguas. Um, that that box press is, is my favorite. Um, it, a juxtaposed uh, kind of experience that I'm having with the Espinosa Laranja Reserva. Well, I don't have. Um, I, I love that Bob's enjoying the drink. I'm enjoying the drink more and more as we go. Bob. Um, uh, Barry, Barry. Uh, I'm, I'm just reading this green, Jordan. Um, but but well, I well my cigar doesn't have um, the uh, chocolatey or, or coffee components that you've described um, pairing so well for you, Rob. I also have a, a very very. This this one is one we would have all described as having a creamy texture to it. Um, that 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 breadiness though, to me, 
since I I, I want to try and match um, that great analogy that you gave, I, I love the idea that we, that Good we can luck. make. Um, I love it, the idea that we, we can give a flavor comparison that everyone can relate to, whether they've got the same drink or cigar in front of us, but we can kind of give them a, 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 a sample of something that we know that they have a flavor memory for. For me, this is a toasted piece of bread with an orange marmalade on it. Hmm. Um, it, style. it yeah, man. It's it, it the, the oranges is is there, but there's plenty of that doughy, bready, creamy, um, toasty character coming from the cigar to really give um, a a foundation. You know, if you just took a spoonful of even the tastiest marmalade, it's gonna be over the top. It's gonna be intensely orange, but you put it on like a nice thick slice of homemade warm bread right out of the oven and, and i'm not good. kidding like that, it, that that's what i'm getting out of this cigar with with uh, a, a huge scoop of cinnamon in the dough um so I, i've got this t- cinnamon toast crunch with orange marmalade thing going on that i am enjoying immensely with the quantro version now switching over since i did go ahead and do two different versions i do want to speak a little bit to to, to the grand marnier version it is extreme the the level of intensity that the grand marnier made to this drink i could have never i could have never expected the boozy notes have elevated significantly which Mm. again just is not something i would have expected i was adding something that i believe to be a a sweeter ingredient right but somehow that that like sharp ethanol kind of burn is more apparent in the Grand Marnier version for some reason. Uh, um, so I would say not the right way to go for this drink. I'd stick with the Cointreau. It's a more controllable um, orangey character. It, it melds a little bit better with the Cognac, in my opinion. Um, and so uh, with with that true to form, the actual recipe um, <laughs> version is, uh, <laughs> is, is going really, really well with my, my cigar. The actual recipe. <laughs> just, just, just stop, dude. Just stop. Um, uh, so, uh, Eric, I, I want to. We haven't really talked uh, talked with you about your pairing, and you were very, very skeptical at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, remind yeah. us what you're smoking again, and and uh, it was double barnyard. What now? So I went with the uh, H Upman. This is the AJ Fernandez, um, the 1844 Nicaragua. It has mellowed out quite a bit, which is nice, and that's helped. But this cigar to me tastes like if somebody said, hey, hey, we need you to go into the barn and feed the horses. And while you're there, there's a huge stack of uh, saddles. And can you clean those? It's the leather. It's barnyard. Jeez. It's all of those really, really intense flavors. And you'd think that maybe the drink um, maybe the drink would be a nice uh, – juxtaposition from all of that but it really isn't um it hmm. I, it's my fault I, I i really like both of your guys's pairings uh robbie randy i i wish i had gone something in the habano range um this maduro is is too much it's too distracting for this drink and um it was a big fail on my part so uh you know hey what are you gonna do you you try you, you live you learn but uh, i blew this pairing for sure yeah, it's 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 too distracting for the for the uh, drink is a great way to put it. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, I I I had other cigars. There was one that I was really really close to doing, and I didn't look, but I felt like we had paired uh, several times on the show. Was the uh, sober mesa brulee, and I thought the brulee would be uh, a, a fantastic pairing. Overrun. With yeah, I think it would have been completely crushed by this. Uh, yeah. But the, the flavor profile, I think, would have worked. Whether that cigar would have held up to it or not, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that I went the direction that I did. Jordan, what is what are you smoking again? Now, real quick, normally I can say this under the table, and you guys don't know, but I'm going to say, I have to say it on the air now. Sensei, get the YouTube votes into the spreadsheet. <laughs> okay, now, uh, <laughs> the... Uh, this, the pairing is pretty much doing what I intended or uh, Matt intended to. Uh, originally, I was kind of going the same route you were saying, something lighter and more citrusy, and he was like, you should darken it up a bit. Uh, and so I was kind of going for that um, molasses-y kind of right, right. With, the, with the lemon. And it is kind of do- it is pretty much doing that. It's uh, The cigar's got uh, – it starts out with black pepper, and then it kind of settles into, like, oak um, – before it pulls in more of the sugary uh, molasses um, kind of notes, and uh, the drink drinks kind of like um, you know one of my favorite drinks is the whiskey sour. This is kind of similar, but much more tart. Uh, the first sip mm. I had of it was like jarring, like whoa, that this right. is it, this is a little bit much. But as you get going, uh, you start to settle into it, and I'm actually liking it quite a bit. Um, I liked at the start a bit more. Not not the, the the very first sip because that was a bit too tart, but the way this drink is made with the, with the shaker, you get that frothy kind of texture. Which as as we've gone down to the end here, it's kind of lost all that. But um, with that frost frothy texture, that kind of pairs well with this uh, viscous kind of texture that I'm getting from the cigar. And it is awesome. sort of a uh, either a ginger snap cookie with with like a, a tart lemon frosting or a um, molasses pancakes with the with the lemon uh syrup that i was kind of going for and i you know i'm not gonna like say this is one of the best pairings i've had or anything i'm not over the moon but it, i i do like it you, i'll definitely you know, I, agree I, with uh, oh sorry randy go ahead go, go, go ahead i want to make a point before we move on but go ahead Rob. i was just gonna say i agree with the idea of uh the more you drink the cocktail the better it gets um <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't water down because there's no ice uh, I think an ice cube actually might have been a nice addition to this. Uh, but uh, when you talk about froth, that made me think, I wonder if we, we toss an egg white in there. Mm, and right? how, how, Yeah, I mean, I feel like that would that would Absolutely. take us to a whole different place. I, I feel like this is a nice base that we can make like I five would... or six different cocktails that are really good. And, and, uh, uh, and... Okay, on, on that front, I have literally come up with four different variations of this. One, one that has, <laughs> I love the egg white. One that has uh, the 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 simple syrup that you mentioned earlier in the show. A little splash of bourbon might be really nice in this. Like, like I could see this being. I love that you just called it a base. I could see uh, additions of a few different things. Hello, Luxardo cherry. Could, could could add a little little like a slight variation to some of the the fruity character that might um, mellow that that initial uh, or orange bite. But but something I wanted to just say real quick ab- about flavor that is like kind of a standard um, known in um, in the way that our palate acclimates to what we're introducing. Um, forever, I've always pushed people for this. I I you know. I've been a beer judge since I was 21 years old. Like my whole life, 
it's always been a thing that people want to hand me things and say, oh, you're you're the sensory uh, you know, ex expert. Taste this and tell me what you think. And I'll taste it once just to kind of like wash my, my palate with it, let it rinse over my mouth, acclimate some of those stronger characteristics. And I would never say anything after that first taste. And people often ask, like, oh, okay, you, you've had it. Like, now what? Like, well, hold on. You should never judge anything. And I'm talking about a cigar. I'm talking about a beverage of any type. You should always, like, sw swish it around your mouth. Make sure that all of, all of your, your taste buds all, all, are, are coated with it. Make no judgments. And then on your next sip, consider that the first real opportunity for you to like really perceive the flavors that, that are there. And that, that's just like a kind of a general tasting tip. Uh, in, in my opinion, you should never judge anything on that first sip. And, and, and I've heard as we've gone around the horn here, we've all made comments about like the first sip of this drink was significantly um, perceived differently than the third and fifth drink, uh, sip uh, of the same drink. So I think the more intense some of those uh, those flavors can be, the more couple sips maybe it takes to kind of acclimate your mouth. You You have some shock in some ways to, to, to stronger flavors right away that, that like a stronger ish flavor might seem really intense on the first exposure. But as, as you take a couple sips, that's where, that's where the sweet spot is. That's where you want to be in, in really trying to like judge something or pair something. So, so just something I, I love the way you and Jordan were talking about that, Robbie. And, and I felt like, um, that, that that's, that's just a good sound tip in general when you're doing tastings. Yeah, absolutely. Palate shock, uh, is a real thing. Uh, palate mm -hmm. fatigue is a real thing. Palate uh, shock. I mean, think about it. Hashtag palate shock. <laughs> that should be our punk band. 2022. Uh, <laughs> um, it could be a, a rock concert. Palate yeah, shock 2022. Let's make I'm that in. a thing. Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> we should do that. Uh, but think about it. Like if you're drinking, you're drinking a Pilsner and then the next beer you drink is a, I don't know, coffee stout. It's just going to just blow you away. And then a couple sips later, you, you acclimate to it and it's just like yep. anything else. Uh, so I think that is a good point. Um, yeah, I, I frankly, I enjoyed this cocktail tonight more than I thought I would. Um, and I enjoyed the pairing again, but for reasons that I wasn't necessarily anticipating. Uh, so, yeah, this was uh, this was a good exercise, I think. Um, and I think I could take this cocktail and go in a bunch of different directions. Uh, I, I think the first, the first place is just put a little bit of simple syrup in there. Uh, no. but Jeez. honestly, well, maybe that's what the I'd... sugared rim is for. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the sugared it's, rim is it's for. It's the same, Thank it's the same did. idea, but I just don't like sugar on my rim. So I put the sugar in the drink, you know, I mean, think about it. Take the, the, if, if yeah, you took I the agree. sugar out of your old fashioned and sugared your rim, would it taste the same? No, no, not going to taste the same. No, taste, I agree. Taste it would taste stupid is it? <laughs> because it is stupid. Did, did you guys uh, give your thumbs? Oh, uh, no, I'm going to go no, thumbs. I'll go thumbs up. Um, it's, again, just like you said, Jordan, it's not the best, like, blowing me away pairing, but I feel like I learned a little bit in, yeah. uh, while doing this one. Um, also, uh, a second ago, my mailman um, just stuck his head into the studio and dropped off a box and scared the bejesus out of me. I, um, I, I, if you, you back up a few seconds, you can, you actually see me jump and then look to the left. Uh, it was, um, yeah, we I heard was the, the sound changed quite a bit. I was terrified. Yeah. I Did thought that was squeal? it. I thought, no, I thought, okay, this is how it ends. 
I thought. Uh, oh my god! Just, I thought this is it. There's just some rando dude coming into like with an axe. I watched too many movies, Randy. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> thumbs up for me. Um, how about you? Uh, I'm also going to give it a thumbs up, but I'm going to describe my thumbs up differently than you did. Uh, I'm giving it a thumbs up not because I was not enamored by it, but because I think that this cigar makes for a really, really smart pairing, a really like like good pairing to enjoy this um, this cocktail. I feel like I enjoyed um, the pairing more than I would have the cocktail by itself. Uh, the cocktail, hundred percent, it isn't necessarily something I'm going to go to with frequency, but with this cigar, it made a really good pairing. Yeah, it's that's I like the way that you put it. I think the cigar actually is, and that's that's kind of interesting. I think the cigar is the highlight for me, and yeah. uh, it made the cocktail better. So right. maybe it's mm -hmm. a better pairing than I'm actually giving it credit for. Uh, after I, I listened to the way that you said it. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. I will say that you picked the most obvious pairing on the face of the planet. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, Jordan, it's like uh, do we have dick? any audience? I, 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 <laughs> yeah, had, yeah. I had, I had, I had, to, I just had, I couldn't go the whole show without, without saying you had it. had to throw I, in I, the dick. I, when I saw Randy text, this is the, like the only time Randy has texted his pairing into the group before uh, anybody else. <laughs> and and I, I, my response was, oh, like every other time we do anything with citrus in it, that's the cigar that you're going to pick. But I didn't send it. I'm glad. Because... I'm actually, guys, I'm glad that uh, Randy did that because we we need to know. Like, I mean, yeah, it's an obvious pairing, but is, does the so obvious pairing work? Right. Is it good? Right. And Thank so you, that, yeah, we, exactly. we kind of need we kind of need that base, that sort of cornerstone. And then well, we go could, from there. You could, we... just, you could just go back and watch the episode from season four. But that's, well, it, we didn't pair it, with fine. this drink. Yeah, yeah. To, to me, it's it's like saying, oh, it's too obvious to pair the German pretzel with the Pilsner. It's like, well, why is that obvious? It's awesome <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Jordan, uh, do we have any audience pairings that we can yeah, take a look, look at, at and, and do we some voting on, yeah, on what you bunch. guys engaged in? All right. There's a bunch, you guys. So, Barry went with the drink as required, pairing it with a Hoya Ninjaragua. He's loving how it pairs with the espresso coffee notes, mm -hmm. pepper, and yep. cream. It pairs well with the sweet and citrus flavors of the sidecar. Yep. Now, that's, Barry. The orange, that's, that's the orange and chocolate you guys orange were talking about earlier. Yeah, yep. that's like a Tootsie yeah. Roll. Um, we've got Craig Lee. Uh, he's got the sidecar with Ashton Symmetry. Uh, a lot of sweetness mm. from the cocktail, getting some cinnamon and leather from the cigar. Through the first third, it's going well. All right. Okay. Oops. Sorry, I'm show that again. Uh, we've got. Uh, what do we get here? Uh, so far, Barry's on top. We got John yeah. Marzella. He's okay. doing the sidecar with Amaforte. It's Hall of Famer John Marzella. Exactly. Yeah, Hall of Famer Thank John you. Marzella with the Amaforte. I don't know. Um, there's so many, I can't do them all. Uh, we've yeah, got just a few. That's awesome. I'm thank you guys, everybody, for, for I love uh, it. I, I love can't it. imagine everybody had cognac at the beginning of this. So, so to me this yeah. speaks <laughs> speaks to everybody like going out and having some faith in us that picking up a bottle of cognac wasn't gonna be a waste of money and uh enjoying <laughs> along with us. I hope you guys are enjoying. Uh change of pace from the way everybody else has been doing it. We have Mike Haken's uh sidecar with twenty acre farm. Interesting. 
Yeah, I, I, I would love to hear, Mike, if you get a chance to, to throw one more comment up. Is the drink running over the cigar as much as I would imagine right out of the gate? Yeah. Or, or, or is it holding up? As well. Yep. Um, we've got Randy Harrison with uh, Placencia Cosecha 146. Uh, brings out okay. the nutty and floral mm. notes of the cigar. Interesting. I That's like a good, good for her. That's yeah. a good pick for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well done, Randy. And then I will go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Andy Meyer. He's got the sidecar paired with a Dunbarton Y 2022. Oh, that's the, uh, that's the pipe one. Uh, sweetness of the drink. Mm. Oh. Not a, not a big fan with the cocoa and sweet notes of the cigar. Fire. Okay. He's honest well, there. On that. I like that. Well, I appreciate – yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I appreciate the honesty. I, I also appreciate that everyone's paid enough attention on this show that, like, we, we are looking for a little bit more than just the elements that you paired with, but, but maybe a couple of, of flavor um, hooks that you're picking up on. You know, the, the descriptions this week by far uh, surpass anything that we've seen from uh, audience uh, entries in the past. I'm actually going to have to go with Eric on this. They're pretty equal. Good to hear, Mike. I, I definitely would have thought that 20 Acre, um, being a pretty mild cigar, would be run over by by some of that tartness and 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 uh, and uh, you know the situation with the pith of, of the orange. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna have to give my my vote. I'm gonna vote first, Robbie, even though you didn't call on me. Um, I uh, Barry, cigar cop. You you got my vote, pal, and 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 I still yeah. Uh, you're getting a really big holiday bomb. I want you to know that, Barry. I'm, I'm coming for you, my friend. I'm coming for you. I, but, but, but I love the idea. He, he went with, with, with your style, Rob. You know, something a little bit richer, a little bit more chocolatey. You know, I think I feel like chocolate and coffee are very much in the same hemisphere of, of right. flavor. They're, they're not equal to each other, but, but they're that same kind of like pairing kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, we we had similar ideas. Uh, Barry also said that his that his cognac has been sitting uh, on his bar for years, uh, so I'm glad mm. that uh, we were able to uh, give you a reason to crack that bad boy open. That's right. Uh, and and uh, Barry gets my vote as well. Uh, yep. a close second was uh, Randy. Uh, her pairing was yeah. Uh, yeah. was yeah. was a close second for me. Uh, but uh, but uh, Barry gets my yes. vote. Yes. You know what? You know what's interesting, guys, about the Ninjaragua and this pairing is. Earlier, I think Jordan, you said um, some cocktails just get better at the end for whatever reason. They get some of the sweet notes or at the end. That's exactly what happens with the Ninjaragua. If you smoke that cigar and you get down to like the final, not third, but like fourth, like it gets this really, really like sweet note, and you just don't want to put that thing down. There's something about the very, very end of that cigar. That is a, like a really good cocktail. It just gets sweet and chocolatey. Not it's, enough it's, cigars it's a, it's a, do that. Yeah, that's true. Right? That is this, a very true yeah. point. Yeah. Strong. This similar yeah. formula for every cigar, eh, it's just going to get darker and darker and darker and get more harsh until the end. And But I, if you get a cigar with that little surprise at the end, that's yeah. worth going back for. I like, yeah. I, I like that. I'm glad you guys brought that up. Would, would we call that a happy ending? Now go. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we will. <laughs> Indeed. Amazing. Good Lord. All right. You guys want the, All right. uh, the votes? Yeah, yes. Let's look at the votes, and then we'll see what's going on later this week. 
All right, here we go. Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing. This. Ooh, Robbie! Wow, I, I thought they wow. would be much closer than that. Me too. Uh, now, it should be it noted, be... Uh, Randy, that on yeah. YouTube it was fifty-fifty. Huh? Yeah, that's fifty-fifty oh, on YouTube. <sighs> Uh, I mean, I appreciate in I, the audience tonight. I take back everything I said in the read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, te I'm telling you, Randy, it's the lemon pound cake, man. Have you had the lemon pound that, cake that, at, that at is, Starbucks? That, that's, what, that's what made you the fan favorite was I you mean, talked about Charbucks, which, which just makes me sad for the future of the world. No. So for the audio listeners, uh, Randy got 38%. Robbie oh, right, got 63%. Yeah. Which, Beautiful. by the way, nice. if I if I if I can if I can just point out that those numbers don't add to a hundred, but you you know neither here nor there. Neither here well, nor there. that's just what the algorithm <laughs> told me to write in there. Okay, it rounds up or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's close enough. It's Randy. Randy never ever let the facts get in the way of a good story, man. Uh, thank hey, you to I'm the audience. Uh, thank you to the audience for the votes. I appreciate it. Uh, but I, I think honestly. Um, I like both of our pairings. I know I give I give you a hard time yeah. about it yeah. about being you basic, but uh, I uh, uh, somebody commented that Randy you basic. Um, no, I, I think it's it's interesting, and especially with everybody, uh, all these folks that chimed in, all the pairings were kind of along the lines, but either similar to what you were doing or, or similar mm -hmm. to what I was doing. Uh, so we were at least on the right track, um, and I'll be damned if this didn't make me a the tiniest bit of a fan of this drink that I've really disliked. Uh, and that was kind of why I wanted to bring it up at the beginning. Yeah, I don't yeah, like this yeah. drink. I, I had it, no I, idea. You never mentioned that leading up to this show. I had no idea no. that you had this like grudge against this poor drink. There's, there's an, there's <laughs> an, another one. There's another one that I recommended uh, that I hate as well. And I, I, I'm still, I'm not sure if you, uh, if, if we're going, if we're going to do it, <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love a Boulevardier. Get out of here! Uh, but uh, okay, so what's uh, what's going on? On uh, we got Smoke Night Live this Friday with Eric on the road, or what's the deal? Too much random. All right, so uh, real quick, uh, three things. Uh, thing number one: um, today is the final day of our Cigars for Warriors Fumar and fundraiser. However, I'm on the road till uh, December 12th, so you can still send in your stuff. We won't do a final count until I get back in town. We blew by both goals, uh, money-wise awesome. and and cigar-wise. We awesome. were much closer to doubling both of those, so that's fantastic. You, you, Dojo guys are amazing. Thanks to everybody who participated. And if you still want to get in, you still can, because I won't calculate everything until I get home and kind of like go through everything. So uh, you can still send that stuff out if you want to be a part of that. Because remember, you will win. You can win. Uh, two amazing prizes from two people win amazing prizes from Jewish State, the big signs, the hand carved subculture studio signs. Uh, you'll have a chance to win those. That's super cool. Um, also, just a, a housekeeping note: if you wrote a check to Cigars for Warriors and you sent it to me, just remember that check's just sitting at my house. So it's just just know that it hasn't come out of your bank account yet. Uh, I won't hand that over to Cigars for Warriors till I get back in town. So just a little side note there. Uh, as far as um, uh, two days from your checks, people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Two two days from tonight. Uh, Smoke Night Live. Guess who's coming back on Smoke Night Live? It's none other than Randy Griggs. Here's the thing, guys. There's nothing more fun than sitting around a hotel pool talking about (laughs) beer with Randy because he knows everything that there is to know about beer. So we thought, hey, let's do a multi-part series of Smoke Night Live. The first part we're going to do is going to be this Friday, and we'll do the other parts later on throughout the year. Uh, There's at least two more parts we could do, Randy, but the first one is called uh, beer, how did we get here? And what we're going to do is talk through how the beer history in the United States got us to where we are in this, the craft stage we're in now. What were some of the more influential beers over the years, the domestics even, that helped us get to where we are right now? It's going to be, a, if you're a beer nut or if you're not a beer nut, it's going to be a really interesting show. You're going to end up knowing a lot more about beer by the time uh, the show is done, and so that's going to be Friday night. And then finally, I want to go ahead and, and queue up the next week's uh, Smoke Night Live because we will be at Boynton Beach uh, Smoke In. Uh, I'll be down there. Abe will be down there. Jack Hire will be down there. Possibly some other really big uh, Drew Estate names. I can't. I don't want to mention. You might be able to guess who they might be. Um, but uh, we'll be at the Boynton Beach store because that's going to be the release of the Dojo Dogma 10, oh, our yeah. big finale to what has been an incredible 10th. Can you imagine trying to duplicate this year that we've done for our 10th anniversary? We have done some amazing releases. Uh, the Perdomo uh, 10th anniversary that we did, obviously the 10 year that we just recently did, and then we're going to well, finish it be. off with the Dogma 10, the Drew Estate Underground Dogma 10, be doing that a week from Friday uh, at Boynton Beach. I'll be there. Jordan will be producing the show from from Denver. So if you're anywhere in the area, if you're anywhere in the Florida area or Georgia or wherever, if you can get on a plane, fly down. Come meet us at the Smoke In Boynton Beach store uh, a week from Friday. It's going to be an absolute uh, blast. So that's what's going on, Robbie and Smoke Night Live. Beautiful, beautiful. What a week. What a couple of weeks! Yeah. What a year! Jeez, I mean, we'll we'll uh, we'll do kind of a, a recap uh, of the year at some point. I would imagine, you know, as we get into December, but we haven't really talked about that. But I imagine we will. But it's been it's been a hell of a year here on the dojo, yeah, and um, it's been a hell of a year here on uh, Flavor Odyssey. We've gone through uh, we've we've gone through uh, some some really interesting stuff, and uh, I think it just keeps getting better. Uh, so thank you all for uh, your participation, Randy. What uh, will everybody be drinking? next week well we're gonna have to wait until the announcement coming since we i figured we we just hold back the announcement since i have the great honor and and i and i we joke a lot on the show it is a absolute honor for me to get an opportunity to host smoke night live this week i'm super excited as you guys know i've dedicated my entire adult life to the uh, beer industry um so to share a little bit uh, about american beer history with you guys um share some anecdotes give you guys some some fun facts uh that you may or may not be aware of uh about how we got here as uh beer drinkers as as a as a people um here in america i'm super excited about this week um and so this week robbie i'd I'd like to postpone the announcement of next week's uh drink until friday so we can have a little uh flavor odyssey splash there on smoke night live since i'm doing a full takeover and Eric's out of town, so there's not a lot he can do to stop me. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so tune in. This oh, I'm, I'm going to be on, Randy. I'm going to be on, Randy. I'm going to keep you. Oh, I know. I'm going to keep you on task. 
<laughs> but 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 I but I I implore all of you to tune in on Friday night. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll be doing a special version of Smoke Night Live with uh, with so a little bit of American beer history, and I'll do the announcement of uh, the next two drinks so that you guys know what we're going to do to finish out the the cognac connection here on Flavor Odyssey. Fantastic. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Friday will be a lot of fun. I'm sorry I can't be there. I've got a, a work uh, event that I have to attend this Friday, but I would uh, I will be checking that show out Saturday morning because I do love it when Randy uh, gets on a beer rant. I don't know who it was. I think it was Craig Lee. <laughs> Craig Lee said Randy knows a lot about beer. Just ask him. He'll tell you. That's a fantastic <laughs> comment. Uh, on that note, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks again for voting correctly this week. Uh, I'm proud of you all. It's uh, been a re really, really good time. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues.